Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode of the Reverse Sweep. I am joined alongside Aches. What up, Doug? How you doing, man? Parasite, dude. Hold on. What's up, Doug? <laughs> names, bro. And an new shit where you're just stopping Yo, by one lagging Love out. you, Doug. I no, love my you. man Ian. Oh, I appreciate you, Ian. You're the only one who gets it here, I guess. They Jeez, just don't. Dude. Pat don't understand. He don't understand. Um. Anyways, this episode is going to be a little bit different, guys. Instead of us doing our weekly normal podcast where we kind of just talk about everything going on in the CDL, we decided because the major is coming up this weekend, it's going to be a huge tournament, the biggest tournament so far of the year for all these players and teams. We all decided to hop on and basically give our tier list of all the 12 teams in the CDL. Before we get into that, though, um, I want Ian to start with the YouTube questions because a lot of you guys have been giving us some good questions, and uh, we appreciate that. We also appreciate all the support on these videos. If you guys haven't subscribed already, please do subscribe. But Ian, take it from here. Doug's got experience. That was clean. Okay. The first YouTube question. This was a good one. I actually read this one. It is from Matt, and he asked us, do any middle-of-the-pack top four to top 10 teams have enough firepower to compete with teams like FaZe or Texas consistently? Anyone? Or do you want so, me to ask? So the wording of that of that question, it's like anyone under like the top four or like, are we just counting anyone except for FaZe or Texas? How do you guys want to like do this question? I mean, yeah, the way I'm looking at it is like, I mean, okay, the 10-seeded team. No, we're not talking about that. Yeah. But like, like, it's like, the mid pack would be what, like a London. Uh, I mean, I don't even know. LAG, Seattle, Toronto. Like right now, those would be kind of the the mid pack teams. LAT got, as well. Wait, you got mid pack Seattle. We're gonna have a huge. Well, no, no, no. But I, I'm I'm just saying, like, because he said stack up against Face and Optic. So I'm assuming he's saying that they have the, the most talented uh, teams. So like, not middle of the pack, but you know what I mean. Like, let's yeah. go three. Let's go three through ten then, right? Because if he's he, if he used them as a baseline, we'll do every team that's not phased or optic. Do we see anybody in the league currently in that three through ten range that has the ability to compete against those two? Eves, yeah. we already talked about them um, potentially winning the major. And also, I wanted to kind of clarify that because a lot of people are like, "Well, you didn't pick phase. It gets boring picking phase every single time. We know that those guys are obviously a top tier. Like, it's it, there's it's there's no surprise. But obviously, I think Thieves. I think Thieves has a really good top down roster. Octane's an amazing player. Kenny is disgusting. Draza has been playing really well ever since he started in the CDL. And then you have Envoy. Like, that uh, on paper is a good enough roster to be as good as phase in my opinion that's like one of the teams that stands out obviously i think uh, go ahead Ian. I, I i mean dude i think when you look at all those teams like lat toronto seattle london um am i missing one those are like the like realistically yeah the, i think it's i think it's just those I think those, it's just those like all of those teams similar to what chris said and lat yeah, they have enough firepower to compete. I mean, we all know that talent alone isn't what like makes you a champion. Like especially in this game. Like FaZe and Optic might have the two most talented teams, but I think all of those other teams, they're close. You know, like they're they can compete with those players individually, and I just think at the end of the day it comes down to your teamwork and your team chemistry and you know, playing the game fundamentally correctly. So I, I do think they, all of those teams have enough firepower. I'm sure we'd all agree on that. Yeah, yeah I think and I think, something, I think there's plenty. 
Sorry, and something ahead. we want to look at too is like the performance from online to land. Like I think I think London is going to be like that. The, to me, they're they're almost the team to watch going into this major because of how well they were playing online versus how you know the poor of a showing they had at the kickoff. And and I think if they come to this event and play the way that they've been playing online, they're a crazy dark horse. And I think they have the talent alone just off what we see. I think Gizmo is one of the probably the best rookies in the league right now. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, if they can translate that to land, I, I think there's multiple teams that kind of can compete for that it, it comes down to just consistency and that's always been the, the struggle for the teams that are in that pack you know below outside the top two um if they can stay consistent in all game modes because i think that's especially where phase dominates is they're just so consistent as a, as, a, as a squad i i definitely think that there's i think seattle's still one of the best teams in the game and they showed it at the land and i i really like to base my opinions based off of land not based off of online as much so I agree with you, Pat. I think London looks amazingly better than they did at the kickoff online, but I really need to see those guys do that on land, and I, I will be some of their biggest supporters. But until I don't, until I see it on land, I can't rate them as high as these other guys, even though they've been doing good on these online matches. Because I just, I've always been a big believer that whatever you do online does not matter. What you do on land is what counts. And uh, for me, Seattle showed me the most on land still, even though. Even though they got second and Toronto beat them, I still like Seattle a lot. And I definitely think that there's a lot of teams that could compete. And I think FaZe is still the favorite. But I think there's so many different teams that could compete for that first-ranked uh, spot this year. It's very competitive. Very, very competitive. But moving on to the second question. This is from my guy, Tyler Nelson. And he asked us, uh, wow. My question is, if each of you could pick one player you wish you could have teamed with but never had the chance to, who would it be and why? Uh, I mean, this is easy for me. Simp, duh, or Beezy. One of the, one <laughs> of the, just one of those two. I mean, honestly, they're the tiny terrors. So, is that like a two for one package deal? I just get both of them for I you. Was sitting here, I was sitting here like, who have I not teamed with? And I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, I haven't played with any of those guys. I was like, thinking about like the new day. So, yeah, I think, I think that's going to be a clear cut. Simp and a Beezy. Okay, okay. Let, let's mix it up because rather than everyone picking Simp and a Beezy, Let's talk about like we've all played like at least me, Pat and Doug have played with the majority of early years before their era. Like mm -hmm. if you were like, let's let's think of a cutoff. Like, oh, like kind of in I think more pre, of era. Yeah, I think pre, pre Black Ops 4, pre Black Ops 4, if you could pick anyone, who would it be? Crim, oh. 100%. Crim 6. That's He's a good one. Damn, yeah, you never I, team with Crim, even in like an older COD? No, because Pat always had him, and then he went to Optic, or else I would have had Krim on my team. But then Pat the was Optic riding Robert. his coattails. Dude, I would do, I would Dude, do a Krim, lot. To when play Krim came to COD, he wasn't even getting picked in eights, bro. He was, he was, he was looked at so bad. I remember that. I remember that. I picked, I picked him. Wait, up does it count? He just ran the table. Before I answer the question, do have I technically team with like Krim and Scump since I was subbed on Optic? I wouldn't say that. Nah, no, not the sub in, yeah. Well, you um, want to major with them, though, so I feel like that counts. More hey, we went back-to-back, right? back, 100%. Oh, then it definitely counts, Pat. They won back-to-back -back majors, 100%. Yeah, but that wasn't, like, his real team, right? Like, they weren't... They were just filling in for two events. But yeah. Um, who is actually... Someone else got to go. I got to think about this, because I don't want to pick one of them, then. Yeah, Chris, who do you want? Because I, I, I was going to say... I, I was, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was going to say Damon, but... Thankfully for you, Chris, we got Damon for an event and we won. So I was happy we played. Yeah, Damon, I was gonna say I was gonna say Krim, but like if we're you know if we're all gonna pick Krim sticks, I didn't get the team with Krim sticks. I'd probably say someone like Kenny. Kenny is disgusting. Oh, that's, that's a good, good shot. one. I, I played yeah. with him. I played with him in Ghost in uh, like search and destroy tournaments before he uh, like made his like 
kind of debut in like in like variant and like uh the competitive scene and he was disgusting and now he's like arguably one of the most talented players in the league like so it would have been cool to kind of have that like synergy that i had with him playing a whole bunch of ghost SD tournaments back in the day and like you know actually getting a team with him in uh in actual you know team team environment because he's disgusting that's a good one mm-hmm. that's a good one candy is a beast i can tell you that pat who's uh, your answer so for me i mean like when, when we talk about p pre black ops 4 i pretty much team with like everybody that i would have wanted to team with uh well, it was for the streets so i mean not really i didn't it's not me <laughs> to the top in the teams you know but um I, i'll probably go back to like cod 4 and say like assassin i think like um you know cod 4 was like the first game that i started playing really competitively um and just like watching what he was doing i just thought he was always gross um obviously that was kind of like you know he didn't play much after that um going a couple of years but but yeah i would i would say back to like the roots of cod 4 and go with go with him even in like Black Ops One, dude, that was he was disgusting at Black Ops One, like back with like yeah. Fizzerp and all those guys. I wonder, I wonder that what was he a does beast. nowadays. I don't uh, know. I, I, a father. I think he just recently had a had a child, um, not too long ago. I think I saw on Twitter. Sheesh! I remember that he was like one of the first people I even knew from the COD scene because I yeah, saw his I mean, like crazy one v four on was it Fire Range or something. Yep. He was he was kind of like even well not so much before that but I would say that he was kind of like the washy to our game back in COD Four like that's kind of how you would you know people would think about him uh, in comparison yeah mainly in that that era so back that that far back but but he's probably the best one to kind of compare to what what Walsh was for Halo back in the day. Okay, I did never even thought about it like that. For me, not going to choose anyone on the Optic Dynasty. It would probably be John. I never team with him, like LG or Envy John. You know, or y'all know John. Um, I think it would have been fun, especially in games like Black Ops Three. If I played Black Ops Two, was John nasty at Black Ops Two? He was, right? He was good. Yeah, he's pretty good. I just, yeah. I don't know. I, I just always felt like when, when I went up against him, he was a, fu- he was like the most annoying player to play against, like the most annoying sub. He played it so different than so many other uh, subs at the time. So he's my pick. Um, hmm. have you guys all teamed together? Because I'm looking, I've teamed with all of you. Have you guys teamed with all of us? I haven't, as well? teamed, I haven't teamed with Doug. Yeah, I've teamed with everyone in here. Okay, so just Doug and Doug, right? And I don't think teamed. we teamed, did we, Doug? No, we never teamed before. My memory is trash, I'll be honest. <laughs> no, if, if we did, we would have got a chip though, for sure. Hey, running at me, I'd be licking my lips. I was, I, was a, I was a young, I was a young flexerson. I would have been smoking whoever your flex is. Next question, though. This is also from a Tyler. It is from Tyler Gilman, and he wants to know what were each of y'all's best event individually, and what was your biggest slash favorite win you had at an event. Um, I guess since I went last, I can go first this time. For me, best event individually, honestly, is probably uh, Season 3 playoffs in Advanced Warfare. Because... Don't remind me. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Chris. Just because we, we won the event, we've, you know, is like, at, at the time, the greatest comeback ever in Call of Duty history, I'm pretty sure. But I, I know my stats were crazy. I had like a 1.3 in every single game mode including snd pat um and we we came back from oh it was oh three right it was oh three to chris's team in yep. losers finals won That's four seven. straight 
And then we played Optic. We had to win two uh, best of sevens, and we bodied them 4-1, 4-1. So that's probably my best individual event. <laughs> I mean, I've had a lot of great ones, y'all know, but like we won that one as well. So, And my biggest slash favorite win, probably... Dude, this is tough because I don't have a champs win. Like, Pat, I already oh, know man. you and Chris are going to say that. Yeah. Um, but like the first win that I had with Optic with my first Call of Duty win, then winning with Face. I'd probably say TK though. When I won, um, I don't even know what event it was. Yeah, the Playoff, playoffs. Right? Yeah, just because at that time, you know, Pat scumbagged me. I thought we were supposed to be team with Dashy on EG. He's like, yo, you're dropped. And I thought I was going to, like, get pushed out of the league. I almost did, actually. I was on Lightning Pandas. I think I took your spot. Didn't I, Doug? Yeah, I, I, so I went to go play with Dashy, and then you took yeah, my spot. Yeah, that's what it was. Then and, you got um, to play. Yeah, and I was like, damn, bro. But then Zinni ended up joining Optic. I got an opportunity with TK. And so to be able to win that after, I was like, damn, I'm probably going to retire and never play again, let alone get another win. That was pretty special. I think World War II was a lot of ups and downs for like everybody, bro. There was a lot that happened that year for a lot of different players on a lot of different rosters. Like we're talking about Zinni joining. It really Optic. was. Like there was just a lot of moves. The being Optic made that guys, year. formal. Slasher got bought out, went to rise, like from Envy. Like that then they put the Envy put that team together thinking they were godlike because they were like a perfect depth pick <laughs> squad. It just yeah, they were right trash. <laughs> so yeah, that year was wild in general, but but yeah, those are some good picks. What about you, Pat? Uh, my best, my best performance was probably that ghost champs. Um, just individually. I think I was just, yeah, you were fine. I just, I just couldn't be, you were fine. You uh, lucky I wasn't there. That. You're lucky I didn't play. Yeah. You, right. Uh, but my, my favorite event win though, would probably be that phase, uh, Columbus upset against optic in those two best of fives. Um, I mean, as Doug knows, because he was on the team, there was just so much that happened that event. And, like, the way we won was crazy. The amount of game five round 11s we won was insane. Um, so that was just that was just a huge win for me and and, and the cut and everything. So that was just a, a wild event. So that's probably my my favorite for sure. Bro, wait, before the, uh, Doug, you go next or Chris. And I hate gassing you up, but, bro, I still remember that 1v1 versus uh, Formal, right, on Biolab? You remember what I was talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy had the flu game. Lucky though. That as you lucky <laughs> oh, I wasn't there. Yeah, I would have pushed you down. Uh Chris, go. Okay, so see on the contrary to you guys, all of your guys' like best events in terms of stats, you guys won. My best event in terms of stats, because like at least for me, I've always been like a player that like, I put up pretty pretty decent stats at events, but never anything like crazy, like like here and there, but um, the one event that I did have some nutty stats, I ended up placing nine through twelve, and it was an event what? in AW. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. It was the second. It was the second event of AW after we had just got third um, at the first event in Columbus with Fears, Legal, and Ricky. Oh, Ricky, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and Orlando and Legal. His uh, rest in peace. His father had passed and. Um, he still ended up making it to the event and playing through that. So I'm going to go ahead and say like, we obviously weren't going to play to our potential because, um, you know, we had players going through shit, mm -hmm. but at that event, I actually was like playing the best cod of my life. I think I averaged, I averaged in like, I think I played five matches Four of them were pool play or four, it was either four of them were pool play and we got knocked out or like we played two bracket matches, but in those matches, I actually still remember it. I had like a one point, like eight or one point like seven like somewhere around there in S and D I averaged like 12 kills a search and destroy 
and we went like last map a lot of the time and on top of that i had like crazy wild hardpoint stats and uplink stats and we had like i still remember because like I was always big on like stats back then asking like the stat guys. I was like, oh, like, oh, did you see guys my stats? And he like said that I'd played. Um, I was like the best player statistically at the event in terms of like overall average, even though I didn't make it that far. I would have been heated if I yeah. was you. If you were average 12 basically, kills at SND. Basically, oh, I actually <laughs> had an average of 12 kills in SND in that entire um, um, tournament. And we went like map five multiple times. But that was my best statistical event, even though we placed like shit, which was always demoralizing but um <laughs> favorite event when see i want to say it was uh, a cod champs because obviously it was the first one but honestly one of my favorite event moments was the one we won uh together doug in uh umg nashville and the reason why was because like that run we had was crazy in the losers bracket umg nashville do you remember how long that run was i remember every you, you guys played the denial the finals the right yeah we went last map twice yeah i i, I did that was yeah sovereign snd yeah, and then we had like a, a overtime. Believe you know, it was it was a three zero series. Like well, we triple overtime like against Looney and Attach. Yeah, on Warhawk. In, in, on Warhawk Blitz, like we literally just kept going overtime Blitz, overtime Blitz, overtime Blitz. It was probably the longest tournament like I've ever been in. Like in terms of like how much resilience and endurance we had to go through to make it out and win. So it was, it was that was probably one of my favorite wins. Uh, I think my best performance was. On Lightning Pandas, actually, Ian, with uh, Royalty, Exotic, and Goon, we got we got bounced in the open bracket like early. We played Team Heretics early in a best of three. We Is won World War Two. Yeah, World Two. Okay. We won, we won map one, and then they just like spit on us bad in the CTF. Like the, the CTF and the S and D, we got absolutely destroyed. Like, dude, we won one round in search, and they were just that kid. Medals was just popping threes, like. I would like, <laughs> I would just die and I'd spectate my team and I'd just watch them all get gunned like flies, like one by one by one, like within five seconds, like three rounds in a row. Like they were screaming, they're like, Andale! screaming. And I could see my team. <laughs> Did like, Doug just say Andale? Yeah, they were like, Andale, Mamos, Mamos, Amigo! Like going crazy. <laughs> like those guys were just on another level and we got bounced. We were top 40 and we had to make a run. We ended up making a crazy run and we ended up getting seventh, eighth and we beat FaZe. Damn. Yeah, we beat FaZe, we knocked them out, and we beat um we beat you guys, Ian. We beat Chris, we beat you guys as well. Uh thank you to the monitors turning off and the internet going out. Um, was oh, that wait. Birmingham? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I uh, remember man, that. I, let's not talk about Birmingham. Yo, we got like top 20, bro. That's <laughs> those, yo, those monitors even, that late. I didn't even go to that event. I remember uh, playing uh, you like, though. Five MS? Yeah, yeah, so five MS. I think I think I'm a five MS Reaper because I think my stats were like I had at least a one point two overall, and that's why I got that complexity spot after. Um, so that was probably like my best performance. Even though like usually like when I've won, I've always been around like a point nine five. Like I've never been a one point two player, but I think like my favorite win. Those are really good wins, guys. But probably the first one at nationals, just because like that was like my first year competing full time and. Uh, I wouldn't even have been a pro if it wasn't for vengeance because he believed in me and he stuck with me the entire year and no matter what happened, the highs and the lows and he always had my back and like when it all came together at the final like event, which was the most important one, we had to play, we had the hardest bracket, we had to beat every single top team, Assassin and John and those boys, uh, Pat and your team, uh, NB, Optic, and Reverse Sweep, right, like all these best teams, we beat them all without losing and that was like the first time in my life where like I had this epiphany where like all that hard work I put in and I never doubted myself for a second it all came to fruition in front of my eyes so that really like changed my mind and it changed the way I thought about things so that's definitely been my favorite but a close second is probably 
I don't even know. Like I rate both. I mean, I only got four, but that's that's my number one for sure. <laughs> Wait, that so that was Ian, when you were still skinny, right? With glasses. Yeah, nah, I, I, I remember big. seeing that video. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Ian, back in uh, Halo, because I remember you guys had the the combine where Halo Reach was like being played for mm -hmm. the amateur bracket while the pros played Halo Three Finals. Yeah. How far into Halo Reach's like life cycle was that? Like, how long had Reach been out for from that tournament? Um. <sighs> Fuck, dude, my memory's so bad. I want to say at least a year. Wait, or, really? You were still playing Halo 3 a year into Reach? Oh, 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 oh. I misunderstood. Okay. Um, I think... No, I think Reach was already out. I think we were playing Reach. Or or no, it might have been like like there was uh the last Halo 3 event. Like yeah. Nationals coming up. So, yeah. so that's, that's how it was for us in BO1 where Providence had... Uh, it, it had the Black Ops 1 national event, but Modern Warfare 3 had been out for like a month, month and a half. And like, th that's the event Doug was talking about. That was his favorite. Wait, so MW3 came out a was month and a half one. before we went to, yeah, before oh, we went to damn. Providence. Yeah. So Dude, it was, that's it was so like weird. The first time that ever happened. Yeah, I know. It was so weird for us. That was I the don't only know. time that's ever occurred. I mean, hey, I think those were some good answers from us. Pats was kind of trash, but, you yeah, know, right. what are you going to do? Last question. This is from you guys, and I will say it again. If you want us to answer your questions, comment below. We're going to do our best to answer as many as we can in each episode. But this one is from David Brotkowski. That's the last name if I've ever seen one. If every team split up, you owned a franchise and can make a team of four with a blank check, who would, your, who would be your four go-to players to sign to make the next dynasty? And then he said, in parentheses, one phase player only. Blank check. Are we going one by one or are we like collectively gonna gonna why don't we collectively each pick a role and then pick a player from that role? Well, I clearly have the flex, right? I got All it, right. like I you know, because I don't know. All right. I'll take the sub role. I'll take the sub role from it. Well, there's two and only one, and only one phase player. Yeah. I would take in simp over a BZ for sure. Uh nah, I'm taking a BZ. Nah, we're taking simp, bro. We gotta get oh, simp. Oh, uh, but damn. It really depends on who else we're 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 molding them by. But one phase player is kind of hold on. Let me ask this, Doug. Do you think Sims' role is easier to play than Abizis? I'm not gonna lie. I already got my team. I think Sims. Damn, the best player. Chris. I think Sims just the best player, Pat. Like overall, he's the best yeah. player in my mind. Yeah, that, that may be true, but Abizis the clear cut best in his role. Like you could find another Simp even if they're a little bit worse. It's really are we, hard. Are we playing on this team? No, no, no. No. Okay. You mm. want to pick up easy? I want to pick six. I was so. playing the. There ain't no roster. Don't yeah, matter. We like, gonna be for sure. <laughs> so wait, let's, let's start. Let's start with the sub. So I want Sim. Pat wants a BZ. Uh, Chris and Chris and Ian. Who are we getting? Are we getting Sim or are we getting a BZ? I'm taking a BZ. Ian. Oh, bro, this is tough. Listen, if listen. You, the way you, I see I it, we're doing a coin flip to pick. No, out no, 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 no. Look, let's see. all do our individual one and and see see what the teams end up coming up. All right. Okay, like because Chris already got his and like I can't trust y'all with the flex player in the AR. So I got to see how I want to construct this. All right, we all have our next dynasty teams. Doug, let me hear your roster. All right, so for my sub duo, let me get Simp and Shotzi. All right. Okay. And then for my my flex, let me get awakening, and then for my main, let me get octane. Ugh. Dynasty? 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 What? 
right, let me hear your team. I don't even know they're winning a chip in Vanguard. Yo, let me hear they your might not then. even sniff top three, baby. Octane on the main? Bro, I'm telling you, I got the best team already, bro. Like, right, so you, say my, you want ahead. me to go? You want me to go? Go ahead. All right. Yeah. I'm taking a BZ. I'm taking Envoy, Kenny, mm -hmm. and either Slasher or Insight. Dude, you know what's funny? My, my roster's real similar. My roster was very similar, but I had a I had an epiphany. I had an epiphany. That roster's that roster's pretty good. You want to hear you want to hear my thought process behind this? Well, first, I didn't want to take like a team of three. Like I couldn't just say Octane, Kenny, on like they're already on the same team. So I took only two people from the same team. One person from Vase, obviously, and then like another. But the reason I chose a, a BZ over Simp, for example. Um, instead of like how Doug did it, was I think a BZ's role is harder to do. Simp yeah, is really agreed. good. He's disgusting. Agreed. I'm not saying he's not the best at what he does, but like there's a lot of there's a lot of like you know meticulous subs, smarter players. You know a little bit slower, uh, like in terms of the pressure they they pick. And Envoy is very similar to that. So that's why I was like, I'm taking a BZ because what he does is different. Like it's hard to just run around and win all those like off the hip hip gunfights like consistently. Mm -hmm. And a BZ's probably one of the best to do it. So. Nah, he is. Um, Dude, I don't think we've ever seen a, a sub player like Abizi be as consistent as him for as long he, as he's done it. makes it feel like you get joked, like, on land. Like, you just get bullshitted. Hey, I used to put him and Sim down, though. 1v2 and then fools like I swear. <laughs> My teammates, though. I, well, see, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from them, but, like, I want to see what they're like on the, the when the meta changes, right? Like, we went through boots to jetpacks to now the sliding cod. I'd, I'd really love to see, and I, I doubt it'll happen, but see a cod change and then see how that phase roster individually still still works. I think they'll still obviously be good, but kind of the roles that we're talking about, like where Abizi dominates. I think he really yeah. dominates in the in the games now. Yeah. Well, damn. Okay. Damn. Wait, you just kept, I have such a good question now. To, well, hold on. Let's finish the, team. Yeah, Let's yeah, finish no, the teams and then we'll talk about it. All right. Mine, mine was real similar to your Chris. I got a BZ Envoy, Cami, and Slasher. That's what I went with. That's good. That's not bad. That's not bad. And this, Slasher, this is Slasher is is going to actually perform to his level because he's been he's been some butt the last um, few, yeah last few years. Some cheeks, bro. Uh, damn. Okay, mine. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna side because damn. I've been bouncing back and forth. So you gotta make I, up your mind. No, 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 no I, 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 I've been bouncing back. Them, you know? I, 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 like, I've been bouncing back and forth. We gotta sign a team. Yeah. Look, hey, I'm cutting the check for these cats. All right, super max for all of them. Uh, my subs, similar to Doug, Simp, Shotzi. That was tough because I think Abizi and Envoy um, are also good picks, which that is the the two I went with originally. But I kind of want to see how Simp and Shotzi would do together. And I also think, like, Shotzi is very similar to Abizi. I think him and Abizi are the only two, like, in that tier in what they do. Um, and I like Shotzi. So, those are my two subs. I got Kenny on the flex slash second AR, whatever the case may be. Um, and then, last but not least, actually, I got Kenny on the main AR. And Whoa, then, last... Okay. He's a main AR now. I don't know. He, I'm his father. You know, he he does. Oh, he's I a main do. AR now. Yeah. Well, well, he he, run, he runs in AR. I think on like every map, except probably Bokeh or whatever. But yeah, like he he could be a main AR. Like he was a main oh. AR last year on their team. Who's your, but who's so, your flex? Then? So he's my main AR, and then for the flex, I have Cami. 
That's my team. That's I think Cammy solidified himself as a as a dominant yeah, flex yeah. the last few years. Well, it's good I, know would we have, uh, I would say I would say Selim obviously because he's ooh, the best flex. Yeah. But yeah, like, but do you take do you take Sell over a BZ? I just feel like the the sub role has such a more higher impact on the map than a, than a flex player. Weird that yeah. you say that I mean, though, because a lot of game. people. Depends it's weird that game. you say that though, because a lot of people will say your your flex is your best player on your team. I agree. So, player, <laughs> but it's not the hardest role to play. Big yeah. difference. I, yeah, 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 I agree. I, like, I, I would agree. I would say the gap between flex players is minimal. I think Selium's doing a phenomenal job this year and might be like kind of stretching that gap. But traditionally, most years, the 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 strength between the flex players isn't that isn't that much. It's because yeah, yeah I, I mean, if you're a flex player, like the the best flex players, they're just the best at being able to adapt. Yeah, you're the do it all player. You get to yeah. do whatever you want on the map, yeah. like. So I don't know. I think all four of those teams are good. Mine clearly would smash y'all though in in, in every tournament. Yeah, okay, and that's the, the GM and the, the a good try. Year, they got. I'm gonna have a one. gold statue outside <laughs> the in Philadelphia. All right, that's where I my now, now that we've solidified that I'd be the best GM out of us four, let's hop on over to the team tier list, um, which is the main point of this video. We also do have James from production helping us out. Um, so if you get confused, don't worry. He's just helping us out with the tier list, getting the teams in order. Um, but yeah, let's go in order as the teams that we got them left or right. Uh, obviously, these is up first. Where do we want them? Well, so, okay, look, because I've had this argument a couple times now. I've done uh, the same my first rodeo with the tier list. Are we looking at this as the tier list going into major one, like S tier would be the favorites and the teams that we think like have, they all have a fair chance of winning or are we looking at it like if uh, one team is S tier and one team is A tier, like the S tier team would beat the A tier team like 75% of the time. Uh, Does that make I'd sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, I'd, say the, I'd say the latter, but I, I say what we should base it also of, off of is everything we've seen in Vanguard to this day. So okay. obviously, um, this is the end of February. Uh, everything we've seen, including the kickoff classic, what we know from scrims, the matches we've saw, um, kind of go off. You know, the strength that we believe they're at right now. I think okay. we do S tier as in like potential to win. Like in terms of what we've seen in Vanguard so far. Potential to win multiple championships this year, this year just off Vanguard. Okay, just okay. off what well, we that, currently that, know. That, that kind of lines up too. That kind of lines up too. I, so I'm gonna I mean, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna start it off. I think okay. we could kind of incorporate all like both of those. Mm -hmm. um, I personally think LAT is in the S tier, but I think as a whole we should put in the A tier. The reason why I have in the S tier is because not only do I um, like see what you guys see. I watch them scrim at the compound um, and play teams like FaZe, like Optic, the other top dogs. And I know that it's very close. It's a lot closer than I think a lot of fans think. Mm -hmm. But I I'm sure you guys probably all have them at the A tier. So like they're I, I there. Also, they're there. They they could definitely win. I think something we should we should kind of preface here is even if we put a team in the A tier that does not mean they can't win events, right? Like, I, I think the A tier is on the cusp of winning events just as much as the S tier, but it would be more of a considered an upset win, right? And I guess it wouldn't really be a big upset, right? If the Thieves beat FaZe in a final, that's not a huge upset, but I would but say... it's still most, an upset, yeah. Yeah, still right. So, so I, yeah, I think I agree with you. I think Thieves is kind of a lock in the A tier. Um, I couldn't see them falling out of this tier as the year goes on. I think they'll always be in this, you know, 
one through five, mix it up. Um, so, so yeah, I got him in A as well. Uh, what about you guys, Doug and, and Chris? I agree. I put him in the A tier. I think that's a solid place of placing. I the, think uh, A is fair. <clears throat> What'll be interesting too is where we place them, you know, left or right when we put more teams in that tier as well. And I think that's something to keep in mind. And they're just, they're like, at wait, the front before, of the line. Before we move on to Florida right now, I need to know, are we going to put any teams in this D tier? Hell yeah. 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 yeah more than sure. one. It's there, for, it's there for a reason. Some trash yeah. cans in the league. So huh? I'll, I'll start with Florida right now. Um, I think that they had promised to be in the B tier, but I think I would put them in the C tier just based off of what I've seen from them on land and online. I think that they have a really bad pacing issue right now. I think they have some really talented players and, and play like Reese Vivid, one of the most aggro players, puts up a lot of damage, gets a lot of kills, gets a lot of engagements. Caesar Sky is super consistent at, at getting a good KD every single COD, playing really good in SD. Dab Patty, super consistent at getting kills, awakening one of the best players. But their pacing is weird. Like they need a Colt Havoc type player on that team to make everything make sense to play a little bit more together. Right now, I'd have to put them in the C tier just based off what I've seen. I think I agree with you. And I, and I think the reason is there's such a hit or miss team. Like there could be days where this team could look like a D tier team, but there's days where they could look like an A tier team. I, I feel like they just fluctuate so much and they don't have a real identity yet on, you know, where they are as a team on a consistent level. Um, and, and so when we compare the teams that we're going to kind of, you know, put, push around in these tiers, I think you're right, Doug. I think C currently is where they stand. Um, but I think they have a lot of, a lot of room to grow, right? I think this team could really improve, um, and jump up, but, but yeah, right now from what we've seen, I, I just don't see them with the, with the B tier teams yet. Yeah. That's been like the story of like Florida in the general, franchise, right? Like, yeah. like, entire franchise. Yeah. It's like, wow, they're amazing. Oh, never mind. Oh, they're girly good. No, never mind. <laughs> they just they have a super high ceiling and a super low floor. Yeah. I I, yeah. I I think C is perfect for them. I think any team that's like in the C tier legitimately has to make a team change if they want to be like a contender. At least one move, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like at, yeah least at least one. Like I don't think that four it will ever be a contender in Vanguard just because they're so hit or miss. Yep. Yeah, barring like a crazy meta swift. Like if we just go off the meta right now, yeah, I totally agree with you. If it was an all AR meta, I'd put them in the A tier. Honestly. <laughs> well, they have like all three AR main meta. Yeah, I just I don't like the makeup of that team. I really don't. I don't know why they decided to do what they did, but uh, I guess when you got uh, Reese Vivid putting down as much aggression on the map as he yeah. does, you need three mains. <laughs> you that ass. You can't keep up with him. Boston Breach. This one. See, this one's tricky, but my, my opinion is I, I personally have them the same way I have Florida. And I don't know if you guys mm. feel the same. I, I think they, they equally have a high a high ceiling, but also a low floor. Um, they're, they're filled with rookies, um, aside from Methods and TJ, obviously. But even Methods and TJ going off the past years and even what we've seen so far, like they're hit or miss kind of right now. They're not playing as consistent as they could be. Um, I think they could upset anyone on any given day. But I think they could also lose to anyone. On, they lost to New York. Um, Two S&Ds, too. Yeah, the uh -huh. game they're supposed to be the best in. So, um, for me, they're super hit or miss. I kind of have them one for one with how I see Florida at the moment. But, Chris, I you, still think you I still think they're better than Florida, though. Like, And, honestly, C is, like, with the, with the amount of teams, I think – I don't really see too many teams getting put in C at this point besides Florida well, and maybe arguably Florida. Boston. I you think they could – I think they're B. 
Uh, I'm with Chris. I think they're in the B tier as well. I think they're in the why? B tier. I think I think give me your argument. The reason is from what I've seen from them, like besides the fact that they lost in New York, they didn't look bad versus all the other teams they played. And they did have some decent wins. And in my opinion, like they have a lot of room to grow, like for being such rookies. Like it's different with like Florida because they have a little bit more like veterans in the in their team. So like you've kind of seen a lot of them before and like for them to be playing that well and them to have having a bad makeup of, of their, of their roles and stuff like that. C is kind of warranted, but with B like, I feel like Boston was pretty, you know, thrown together pretty last minute. They've been playing pretty good versus the majority of the teams besides the New York loss. Um, they don't look terrible and like their S and E looks good. And for them being like almost like a last minute team, like I think B is solid, man. Like they have a lot of room to grow and I feel like, they they will get better and i still think they if they want to be a contender they're probably gonna end up having to make changes if they continue to like you know be on that like averages tier but i don't think c is warranted i i think i, I think I, I think that they're like on like the lower end of a b though what have they done that's more impressive than what florida's done they're both for, for reference they're both two and three uh breach has a 10 12 map count florida has an 8 10 map count um and breach also lost to probably the worst team in the game right now in new york um so well what pat what if, but what if and more impressive what if uh boston was in the b tier but the at like they were at the end of the b tier yeah so like I, realistically I like like we're giving it to them though like what have they well, done so my take, that you've seen I, they got smoked to the kickoff to new york like what i, really I agree with you i agree with you but this is the thing that's tough is i i, I think it's the opposite of what you said i think a team like florida has a very high ceiling a very low floor very like they're hit or miss like they could 3-0 you or like they could 3-0 a team like toronto ultra or they could get 3-0 by a team like paris whereas boston i think they have a higher floor but they have a way lower ceiling like when, when you look at their they lost to new york no no i i know i'm just saying i'm not saying in in the perspective of like the series that they played but just you know what you're going to get out of them in, in hardpoint snd so far they're literally like 50 50 50 in those two their control is shit um but so they're Pretty like bad. like they they're gonna win their hard points they're gonna lose their hard points in the same way snd they don't necessarily have like a great mode it was snd they were four and oh and now i believe they ended the qualifiers five and four but i don't i just feel like like they can compete because of their snd they're solid and yeah they're solid enough in hard point and their snd unless it just takes a fucking turn they could win that more times than not. Like they Whereas could be Florida, I literally wouldn't be surprised if they went in and I don't even know who they play in the uh, loser bracket round one. But if they went in and three would that team and then literally got three would the next series, like I, I, they're just day by day. I think Boston has a lot more consistency. I think they're on the lower end of the B tier or just the higher end of the C tier. It's one or the other, but like they're just so close the reason, to, to falling or, you know, elevating in such, a, they're in such a weird spot. Here's my argument. The, the teams that we're going to put in B tier, even if we put Boston at the, the end of B tier, I think every team that we're going to throw in B tier is better than Breach. Every let's team. just put a, let's just put them ahead of Florida right now and see how the list. That's where, that's where I got them. Yeah, that's why I was I was wanting to put them ahead of Florida, but. But like, you know what I mean? When we when we go through this list and we throw these teams in B, I feel like every team we're gonna throw in B is better than Boston, no matter what. Yeah, so why, like would we, why would we include them in true. B if, if every single team is better? You're right. All right. So going on to the next team, we have the Los Angeles Gorillas. I'm gonna put them in the B tier because I see 
a lot of promise for them to move up to the A tier. I think that their roster is coming together. I mean, Gunless and Asim are playing. Like, Gunless looks like World War II Gunless. Asim is having the best season of his career, I feel like. He played yeah. amazing last year, especially in the beginning and, like, mid part of the season. And he's doing it right now again this year. I feel like outside of those 0-7s he had in S&D, since then he's just been frying. Like, I feel like Asim has just really been stepping his game up to another level. Um, and overall, I think this team top to bottom, like, they don't really have a weak link and they have all the components they need to win, but they haven't done enough consistently beating enough of the best teams in the game to do that. But I do think their team is going to be better on land as well. But for right now, from what I've seen from LAG, I have to put them in the B tier. I'd agree. I mean, they, besides their uh, series versus Toronto, they lost to Boston and Minnesota three, two, both those series. So obviously it's easy to say, Instead of being two and three, they could have been uh, four and two or four. And yeah, four, four and one. one. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Um, and they kind of they kind of remind me of my old 100T team, like not as good. But when we first formed, we were really good at hard point in Black Ops 4 and like kind of solid at control. And our S&D was eh. and then we got our control to be pretty damn good as well so it didn't even matter that our snd wasn't that great we could win series um even events alone just off of our our respawn strength i guess and lag is yeah. one of the best hardpoint teams in the game so like there's two hard points in every series i think they're finally starting to get their footing in snd and control and realistically all they need to do is just fix one of those modes if they can get one of those modes e even like just above average i think they'll they'll win a lot more series moving forward so i agree with b duck yeah i think i think you're right yeah i think their hard point is why they're they're kind of on this this cusp right mm -hmm. they're so good at hard point but to me i you know in comparison to your hunter t team this team is terrible at control like yeah you know, almost one of the worst teams in the, in the league at control um, and then they're such a 50-50 team in search that they're just, they, 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 some days they look like they're playing with a game plan and other days they just don't look like they're on the same page at all. Um, so yeah, for me, this is a team that can easily jump up to A if they work on all their, their modes. But, but for now, yeah, I think the only thing that's keeping them alive, so, so to speak, is how good they are at hardpoint, which is top three, top four team in the game currently at that mode. So I think B is fitting. Yeah, I have no problem with B uh, for these B. guys. Yep, lock them in. Pat, start off with Ultra here, man. What do you think? Where are we Listen, so guys? I think I think at the end of the year, we're gonna when we do the very last uh, reverse sweep, we're gonna say Ultra is the only team in the S tier because they're gonna be the 2022 World Champions. Boys, um, are they paying you under the table? Nah, but listen, uh, I, I just think Ultra's gonna put it together. I think they have immense teamwork. Uh, they have a very deep map pool, um, and I think they could take any you know any team on any given day. Uh, for me, I mean, there's obviously been some series that we won't really get into the F8 stabilizer and everything else and, and whatnot, but <laughs> I, I think they're a really good team. I think they could, like I said, take any team. Uh, I don't really see them losing to any team under the A tier, right? I think they could pretty much beat any team B through D. Um, and then, yeah, they're just kind of, kind of finding their identity of where they're at in the top four. Uh, so for me, I have them in a, um, and, and for me, just looking at more 
consistency coming out of them. The the struggle for them, I think, is and, and we know Toronto Net is crazy, um, but given their matches, like they're playing all Texas teams. They even played LA Thieves who are in LA. So I think Doug, to your point earlier, this is a team that gets better on land, without question. Um I think when they show up on land as we saw at the kickoff classic, they're just another beast. Um and I and I think we'll see that. I think their consistency though is why we can't have them in the S tier just yet. But but for me they're they're a lock in A and and I'm really not sure of where I want to put them next to the thieves though so what do you guys think? Uh well first of all Pat I think that you need to reevaluate what you're saying because you're telling me that they're going to be the world champions and then you're telling me you're I said putting at the them end of the year the end of the year they'll be the world champions we're going off what we have seen on Vanguard so far what we have seen versus with Toronto Ultra on Vanguard so far at LAN they played LAT and they won at LAN they played Seattle who's my favorite and they won though by the way. But they won, though. No, no, I know. I know. So if they won and they got first, I don't care what they're doing in these online matches. To me, they are the best team. That was over a month ago. Yeah, the kickoff classic was like, like they feel like people didn't have as much practice. And I don't know about y'all, whenever I would go to land, I would like... I would like learn a lot, like as teams, like like as a team that like would lose, and I would like take it back and like bring it back to online matches. And I I, I don't know, I don't I don't really I'm not gonna put a, too much into the online to land. I think A is fine. Why is James trying to slide them up to S? He had Toronto also. <laughs> like I wasn't about to catch I think, my, I, my I think Ultra. Is, I, mean, Ultra I think Ultra is a good at A. They just lost the thieves in like the last like um, week. So I I, th- I think you put them behind thieves right now at the very moment. A thousand percent. They three owed Florida like, with the sub. It doesn't matter. Like Ultra lo- got three owed by Texas, even with the uh, whatever that whole scandal and stuff like that. But I don't think P- P- we talked about it in the last episode. It didn't make that much of an, of a difference in my opinion for them to get three owed. They got three owed. They got three one by thieves. I don't I don't think you put them ahead of thieves, and you definitely don't put them ahead of optics. So like I think A is a a a good spot for them. Regardless, I do think that their potential is higher than A. I think those those guys proved last year that they have disgusting teamwork and they'll probably get better. But right now I think a solid pick and I don't think you can argue against it right now. Yeah. They're definitely an A tier. I mean, I think something to note is in my opinion, they probably had the hardest qualifiers or definitely top two, top three um, because they played Seattle. They played who was it? LAG, Florida, Texas, and LAT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they those are the, one. Yeah, and I, I mean, the only, online, the, right? Yeah. 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 Um, in the qualifiers, the only thing that worries me is they beat the teams that they were supposed to beat in LAG in Florida, and they did it easily. Um, and like I know they have the potential to be S tier, but I, I think that there's also a, a good chance on our side of that where they just kind of stay in that A tier where they're they're really good, but they don't have enough in this game, like a, enough to beat the other top teams. Are we I, put, like, I, are we putting them behind thieves or in front of thieves? Hell no, they're not going in front of thieves. Did you listen to what I just said, James? Hold on, on. yeah. So I think I think we this is this is why we have to give them the edge. They beat them on land. Yeah, they did lose to them online, but they beat them on land. And I think if we're going off like you know how we how we perceive teams, I think it's way more important to be better on land than it is online. But they've been getting smoked. Hey, they just got they just got. I body bag by, by optic and lat owed and 3-1 wait 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 think about it in the lat series they smoked them on bocage 100 point clubbed like laughed at them and how they, many and times have you won a first map pat right, on, and then got bodied the next three just no, saying no, no, no. But I, I want i'm just i'm just saying for like how good a team is like they, they smoked them i think it was like one of the worst blowouts barring like a paris series um of any team right now in the league and this is two of the top four teams 
Um, and then they beat them on land. It was a close series, but they did clutch up. They went game five and, and beat them. So for me, I have Ultra having the edge currently of what we've seen because I weight land more than online. Um, and I, and you guys have been in series, right? Yes, Optic would have won that series no matter what. But I don't know if we necessarily saw the best Ultra that we would have seen if that F8 thing didn't happen. Only because you guys know, you guys know how that affects you. Like your comms get flustered. Yeah, they were pissed. Away. They were yeah, pissed. You get pissed off. Like it, it, it changes how your team plays. Um, so I, to me, that that series has an asterisk, and I'm not really going to judge them. I, I think Optic wins that series regardless. But I'm not judging them based on what I saw out of that. Well. Look, I have rebuttal for that. You want to know, this is, it comes down to this. It's it, close, though. It's close. The, the reason why I don't think, and Doug and Chris, tell me if you agree with me or not, I don't think you can put Toronto above LAT, Pat, is because so far, if you are, if you're counting, well, I'm, I'm counting major one qualifiers. That is what I'm looking at. The The kickoff was the kickoff. Yeah, Toronto won it. Um. They they look good. They had some close series. They had some dominant wins, whatever. But Toronto doesn't have a dominant game on right now like they did last year. They're literally basically even across the board um, in the response, and then their SND is actually kind of looking mid, whereas LAT, they have a dominant game mode, and it happens to be hardpoint, which is in this every series twice. Like So that is something where you can feel comfortable with, where Toronto, they're just kind of... They're not bad, but they don't look exceptional in any one mode. And I feel like you can't like you can't put them above a team that is I'm gonna, dominant. It, it dominant a, and then they have the same they have the same records in the other modes as Toronto. I have a really good rebuttal for you here. And out Doug and Chris, I want you guys to chime in on They won on land. Hold on. No, 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 no. Let's compare strength of schedule. The Thieves have not played a top six seeded team thus far. They're they're nice the matches. Space. Except phase. Their matches were like Paris, um, Boston, I think. Um, I, I don't remember all the specific ones, but their fourth through they one record. They played New York, right? I think they yeah, played New, New York. York their fourth through one record is on the worst teams in the game. And keep in mind, I have Thieves to win this stage one major just because of how dominant their hardpoint is. But when we're judging them off map records, you got to keep in mind who they've played. And the fact that Thieves played so many lackluster teams and Toronto has played every good team in the game. Uh, I, I give That's the edge to Ultra when I look at the fact that Ultra did beat them on land, and and, and keep in mind too, they should have lost to him though. You know Ultra, that. No, 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 that game four. We can we can talk about that all day. They but that. Ultra Ultra having those even map records, they also just had a one in six record this weekend, right? Like they could have had a bad weekend. They went three zero by Optic, one three by the Thieves. Like that really gonna mess with your map records. But yeah, to me, I think they're. From what we've seen, they're the stronger team because they've played better teams um, and still been able to perform just as well. I think yeah, at this point, we're literally too. going off. Uh, yeah, but I think at this point, we're literally just going off like what ifs. Like what ifs, LATs played a harder team. What if Ultra played weaker things? I think we're not. They just really, played each other. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think we're going to really come to a solid conclusion on this. I think me and uh, Ian are both on the side of Thieves, and I think both of you guys are on the side of Ultra. So I honestly think we just kind of like call it a tie and we just, I don't you know, really know how we put down the tier list. Like, it it okay, we'll call it a tie. No, I agree. Put Ultra I agree in front of these because Ultra beat them on land and Ultra won the majors. So <laughs> no, like okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Until this major <laughs> happens, Ultra has to be in front of Thieves. But whoever's editing this got to put an asterisk next to that because <laughs> LAT threw that. You're you're on payroll right. with LAT. You're biased. So anyway, wait, hold up, Doug. Hold up, hold on now. Let me clarify some. I have no affiliation with LAT. I am on payroll with 100 Thieves. Oh, I'm just okay, an LAT okay. stand. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for the clarification, Ian. This one is going to be very interesting to me, and I want to know what you guys think. This is a very, very controversial one, and I'm going to make it very simple, and I don't want to make anybody feel offended because before the (laughs) season began, I love the London team. I think the players are great. I like their teamwork, and I love what I've seen from them online, but I have to put them in the B tier right now. I can't put them in the A tier. I can't put them with those other teams in the A tier from what I saw from the land kickoff. I need, like I said, I think they've been playing phenomenal. Joey Gizmo has one of the best KDs in the league. He's he's a flex, right? Like Trey's their main? I believe so. So your your flex player should be the a, best. A sub, right? And Afro is a flex? Am, am I? Uh, I'll be honest. They're always running like three autos anyway, so it's kind of weird. They play, um, they play a lot of... They don't... The thing that's tough is they don't ever play Bokeh or Bokaji. And play a lot of Kavutu. Yeah, it's like you're not gonna have you know I don't think I've seen him be the the one sub on Gavutu. Or uh Berlin, but some teams do like two two on that map and I've seen three one. Yeah. I don't know. But he's playing, Afro he's is their well, sub regardless. Afro and Nasty are the subs. And Afro to me yeah, was a would superstar know. last year. Afro's a superstar this year. I have no doubts in him. Trey, despite all the crap he gets, I have no doubts in him being a winning teammate, winning player on a championship team. Uh, for me, it's it's Nasty and Gizmo. They've really impressed me in these online matches. If they do anything remotely close to what they do in these online matches, I'll be ready to put them in the S tier. But I can't put them in that until I see it online. I have to put them in the B tier for now. The B? What about... I'm, I'm going to ask you the same thing I, I asked Pat about Boston. What if they were at the very end of the A tier? Because, so the thing is, is while I, I think you're right, Doug, um, because we've seen for years now players who are really good online go to land and, and do the same, if not better, right? And then we, on the opposite side, we've seen players who are really good online go to land and they just don't perform well. And sometimes... You know, majority of the time, actually, it probably doesn't have anything to do with like internet being an online joke. It's just a different atmosphere. Some yes. people get more. Some people get nervous. Some people can't. They 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 don't do well under pressure. Some exceed expectations under pressure. You know, I would know. I'm one of them. Um, but <laughs> but when we're looking at like their matches so far, it, the kickoff classic. I know they got bodied by Seattle. They were hot. And and it's tough because I can't go one way or the other on like, damn, maybe they were just nervous, you know, like Gizmo, even Afro, like everyone besides Zero, um, or maybe if it was like whatever, because I did hear that there were issues, you know, behind the scenes, whatever. And if you look at their their game modes, dude, they're really good at every single mode. They're one of the best control teams in the league. Uh, they're one of the top teams in Hardpoint. And their SND, I feel like they can compete with anyone. Like they could take an SND off of anyone in the league. So I feel like this team is is very similar to an Atlanta face with just maybe not as much talent, where they're just well rounded from top to bottom, at least so far in Vanguard. So I think that they should be A tier, but I do agree with you, Doug. I think they should be in the back of the A bus. I don't I think, know what Pat and Doug or Pat and Chris think. I think the way you're gonna look at this team is you're gonna compare them a lot to so Thieves and Ultra have like their fight at the top of the A tier. And I think you're going to have um, Ravens and uh, like Seattle kind of fighting for their spot in the like back of the A tier. I think you're having like a very similar um, argument here. It's like one team had a lot of success 
early on and one team had a lot more success later in like that's a good the, point yeah that's the, a good point the group stages and stuff like that and they I, did I and, and then and then once again they did end up playing each other like they did on land right they got smoked on land but then um our ravens got smoked on oh, land the beginning but then of the raven game. smoked them online like you're having like a very similar composition here with like how thieves and ultra played each other on land and online and like they both have very similar um records so i think i don't know so so i disagree um I personally think that there is no world where Seattle Surge is better than the Ravens. I, I think the Ravens are by far and away the better team in comparison to Surge. Ian, to your point, I think you, I can't, I think I don't think you can go wrong if you have them at the top of the B or the back of the A. I think either one is right, right? Depending on who you ask. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I will give them the edge, uh, and I will say they're in the back of the A. And the reason is because I, I think they're just better than Seattle um, currently, where the game is right now. They're a better team. They, they, when you look at Seattle's map record and and their series record they easily could be a one in four team currently that two game five round 11s if lamar doesn't clutch up they're a one in four team and, and that's kind of that's a big deal i agree um, yeah no you're right with that you're 100 so, correct so for me when i think about it if i say if i assume that they're better than than seattle and i think they're better than gorillas as well I think it's justified in putting it in the back of the A because I have Seattle in the B. I, I can't justify throwing Seattle um, anywhere near the Ravens or the Ultra or the Thieves from what we've seen yeah. in, in the last few matches and the fact that they'd be one in four if Lamar didn't clutch up for them. And that's um, what I'm saying, Pat, is like I, I agreed with you. I was like, I think they're fighting for the last, like the back of the spot, A, like Seattle and Ravens. Like that's like the two that were like, I feel like we're in the conversation for the back of the A tier, and I think you're you're hitting it right. Like you're hitting the nail on on the head. Yeah. No. I I, I think definitely back of the A tier, and I, I think the biggest the biggest difference um, from Seattle and well, James, you could put London there. I know your your fingers got to be hurting. <laughs> and our next team in Optic is you know because it we've only seen the two like they lost there last week. They went O two and they got bodied. Um, and it happened to Optic. Like it could be a small slump, but the biggest difference is Optic lost two round elevens, uh, where they the could easily Seattle, yeah, where they could easily be five zero undefeated right here. So that to me, it screams, yeah, they were just you know in a little slump. They choked close game, whatever it happens. But Seattle, like you said, Pat, if Lamar didn't clutch up and he was nice, man, they're one and four. And I just think that they are they're too reliant on uh, Pred and Sib. But speaking about optic, they're clearly in the A tier, without a doubt. Uh, we put them at the top, or they I think underneath. We put, I can't I put them in front of Toronto. No, I, I can't. I honestly think we put them right behind LAT, but ahead of London. Schedule, because uh, they're really good at all three game modes, right? Which is obviously that's great. It's ideal, but they aren't. They aren't as dominant in any specific one. Like, yeah, they they have a they have a a winning uh, percentage in in all three modes in, in the major one qualifiers. But like, I think they're more likely to win a hard point to say a team in the B tier or the C tier than a team like LAT or London. I truly do. So I I just don't think you can put them ahead of LAT. It's close, dude. I think all four of those teams are so close together. 
yeah, people are going to look at this list really weird because if you're looking at map records, like there's going to be a lot of clarification that's going to be like needed because Seattle be ultra, right? But you're putting them really low. Optic also technically be ultra, but you're putting ultra still ahead of optic. Like there's a lot of like wonkiness if you were to look at the standings and our and our reasoning here, but I think I think you're spot think on here. I think it's logical. I don't I don't know. But yeah, because I think but, I, I, don't, I don't think we should be putting so much weight into just being like this team beat this team. They're clearly better. I don't think yeah, that should be it's a, as a whole. It's a as a whole. Indication. Yeah, well, listen, I think I'm I think putting let, them there is a good spot before we before we put them in. I'm going to say my piece because I think you all will disagree with me. Um, I, I think optics and S tier team. Um, I, I think when you look at their their series Ian, they're. Boy, they tripping. should be they should be five and oh like they not. had two no 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 no. they had two game five round 11s there's a lot of discrepancy from what went into that and then from the last three series we saw them play they look dominant it wouldn't surprise me if they came out and won their major i wouldn't i wouldn't think twice about it at all i'd be like okay that yeah no i think they're i think they're a favorite I, I think they're a favorite um, to win when you go off their scrims i i think they are dominant they're, they they i think they had like the craziest scrim record in the beginning of the game uh they had that little weak point with the first two matches they played um i think this team is going to continue to get better as time goes on i think they struggled f- figuring out who's really going to igl and kind of take over in those in those game to game moments where you need someone to kind of be that voice of reason that that direction um to me, they're an S tier team. I think they're going to be competing all year long for championships, um, and, and on a consistent basis, I think they'll be better overall, more better average placings than the teams in A. Um, so, so for me, I think they're an S tier team. Uh, I, and I know you guys aren't really going to agree with it if we go off what we've seen out of them, but from the, the talent they got on the team and, and what we've seen out of their last three games and knowing that this could easily, easily be a 5-0 team if they didn't lose two round 11s, um, for me, they're S tier. I think we can put them at the top of A tier or like right behind Ultra if we're going to like even have like some sort of a Wait, Doug, here. do you agree with that? No, I disagree with that heavily. I think Ultra beats Optic nine times out of ten on land. I can't Choo- put them in the Ultra. I just can't. I just can't. Like, I just nine think the team composition, the way that... No, I think Skump, disgusting. Shotzi, disgusting. Dashy, best shot in Call of Duty history. Ender, one of the most hardest working, smartest players, very clutch player. They have a great team and a lot of talent. But Ultra and that team and that system wins against Optic nine out of ten times. Despite the fact that Optic 3-0'd them... Despite the, the F8 stabilizer didn't matter, Optic was going to beat them regardless. But look, I like to base things based upon land. And if I see Optic Gaming beating Ultra on land, I'll be riding that coattail in S tier as well. But Ultra to me on land has consistently shown me that they rise up to the occasion. I can't see Ultra losing the Optic right now. The I I I agree. Well, kinda. I could see Toronto losing to Optic. Yeah. But but I, I agree with Doug with with. Doug is saying, and also you, Pat, I think the biggest thing for me, from what we've seen, what I've seen personally, like I haven't seen their scrims, right? Um, I've only seen the kickoff and the qualifier matches is I uh, like, I think you're, I think you're right. I think they, they have probably the second most talent on any team in the league. Uh, I think that they will be very consistent, you know, and, and they'll be, they'll be amongst the top. Like they'll always be, in contention to winning, I would say, uh, unless something crazy would happen. But to be a great team, you got to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat consistently. You know, you know what I'm saying? 
Like, yeah, there was two round 11s, and it happens. It's happened to all of us in here. It's happened to a shit ton of teams. It doesn't matter. But the fact that they lost to those two teams from what I've seen right now, that they should have beat, it should even have went to a game five round 11. You know what I mean? Against yeah, Minnesota. Against Minnesota, yeah, that should not have lost. Um, And I mean, even, even London, to, to your point, but if when you look at teams like Toronto, LA, um, London, they beat all the teams that they're supposed to beat. The teams that, yeah, they might be worse, uh, but they beat them. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. So I don't know. I just feel like I would be less surprised if Optic lost to one of these lower uh, tier teams that we have on the board right now and the teams that you know we're going to continue to fill in than these other three. So well, I, I, I can't put them above A tier if I think that they're more likely to lose those matchups. If you if we put them in A tier and I ask you who has the highest ceiling in A tier, who are you gonna say? Ultra. Ultra. Um the highest the highest the highest ceiling. Not highest ceiling? Yeah. Ultra. They almost um, won. I would say yeah, I would probably say <laughs> Toronto, if I'm being That's honest. True. I mean, it's still early. It's still early uh, on. I, I would say Optic has a, a higher ceiling than than Ultra. I, I, I just Ultra I just has feel a higher like, floor. I mean that's fair. Uh, that's fair. I just I do I, I think no matter what you can't you can put them at the front of A tier if you want if you guys all agree with that above Toronto but I don't think you can put them in the S tier. I think we all know what team is in the S tier. It's the team that is about to get picked right here. The next one. Yeah. On the list. Where are we dropping? <laughs> <laughs> I think we put them in between Ultra and the Earths, uh, in my opinion. I don't think you can put them above Ultra just simply because of the they won the kickoff classic. And they still haven't looked terrible with while having a very tough um, schedule. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah, they had COVID as well. If, if we come and back, yeah, Cammy did if have we COVID. come back from next week and 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 Optic wins the event, where are we putting them? S two. S two. Can I get dumbest what? questions oh, for three hundred, please? <laughs> but where at in the S tier? I mean, it depends. It depends on you. Got to give What's me context. If they, they phase, I never put. Is it Optic phase like game nine? Like round eleven, or is it is sure. it optic phase and they body him? Game nine, um, round eleven. Who cares? Just, if it's round eleven, they I put them number two. But if they body him, I put them number one. Yep. Like if it's convincing, if it's convincing, I would put them number one. If it's not, I would still have them number two. I've never been a person to go zero to one hundred, bro. Like you work your way up. Even if you like win one, it doesn't mean you're necessarily the best. It could have just been like you know like an upset type thing, especially Minnesota, if it's a Minnesota rocker. Exactly. Cold. That's what I'm saying. You got to prove it multiple, Evil multiple Jesus. times. You don't just become you don't just become the best after one tournament. You don't just become the best after one tournament. You see no, what I'm I saying? agree. I agree, yeah. Chris. Go ahead, That's just how it's always been. Where's the your New team York Subliners? <laughs> hey, don't My move team. that finger, James. Yo, you got to put him off the damn like into a different monitor. Like, yeah, come oh, here. <laughs> no, where do you honestly think they're at? I like, I, like, don't no trolling, no nothing. Dude. Dude, what a disappointment. I mean, what a disappointment. They're the most disappointing team in the history of Call of Duty. In the history of the yeah. game. I've never been more disappointed That's in a That's a bold statement. Well, he does. He might not be wrong. Look at this roster, man. You have the GOAT. And, Envy World War II, though. It's got to be up there. Rise BO3. Yeah, but like those players didn't accomplish half of what these players on. That's New York true. No, that's true. No, you're right. You're right. Only half of I the mean, players that accomplished it on this New York team. <laughs> this, <laughs> well, but Paco has been consistent since last year. He's been consistently right, one of the best accomplishments, subs. though. 
Yeah, but I'm just looking at this team top to bottom. I'm looking at this roster, regardless of it being Neptune or royalty. You got Krim and Clay. You got you got Paco, and these guys are like the dead last team. Like they're they're fighting with Paris on like who's the worst team in the league right now. It's it's blasphemy. I can't believe how much of a disappointment they've been. Now they did look good at the kickoff land. That's the only reason why I have faith in them going into this next tournament. I did say I'm picking them to win. Obviously, we all know that it was a little bit more of an exaggeration, but I have to put them in <laughs> just game. a little bit. I have to, even though they look decent on the land, just knowing these players and knowing their expectations and knowing how bad it's been. It's like you got royalty coming in. He's still not putting up the best stats, but I know Matt's potential as a player. And I feel like he fits these players really well. Like Clay and, and Krim need a player like royalty on their team. That's going to do more selfless stuff. That's going to be a little bit more aggressive, opening up the map. For these guys, Clay and Krim got to set their game up, man. I mean, they could go from a D tier to an S tier. If Krim and Clay start playing good, like that's how impactful those players are. Cause they're some of the greatest of all time. Boy, you faded. If they play <laughs> to their if they play to their prime potential, Clay, give me Clay, who's won two of the last three world championships. Give me Krim, who's won three as well, most event wins of all time. If they different, play, different environments, if they're playing, if they're playing like they did back then. Sure, but I think like even if wait, wait, even wait, wait. if I feel like this, how they play, Chris, who cares? The, how they play is irrelevant. Look at the team differential. Both of those players, when you're talking about this conversation, Doug, were on by far and away the best teams in the game. Like, you could make an argument Empire was maybe the second best team in the game, but Clay, BO4, best team in the game. Krim, a lot of 2017, best team in the game. The Empire team, top two. Clay was on that team as well. Like, even if you're going off past year performances, they were on the best teams in the game with the best players in the game. This is, this is, this is the first year where they weren't in that that element where they had the the superior firepower on their team with them. Yes, Hydra's amazing, but when you compare him to someone like Shotzi or Simp, Abizi, like these are players who consistently perform and consistently win. They don't have that this year, especially when they're going through a motion of royalty, Neptune, not knowing who their fourth is, not liking their fourth. I, to me, it's not disappointing. Um to be dead last, Pat? That is oh, disappointing. Wait, wait. It's disappointing to be dead last. It's not disappointing to not be a top team. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, think I mean, they're deeds here, bro. We all, we all agree. Yeah. Uh, uh, any, any team that hasn't won a, a map in a mode is a D-tier team by definition. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Facts. I, I think even if they were to all step up and start playing better, I don't see them going higher than, like, B. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I agree. Even I'd if agree. they're playing near prime, like, they, they just don't <laughs> have the opportunity. Hey, it's NYSL's duo, Paris Legion, also in the D tier. We need to talk oh, about Doug. To your point, I will say, I will give you credit. New York is better than Paris. Yeah. So they're not the worst team in the game. Well, I Paris seems to be a lot better now with Tom Gravity being their main AR. I'll be the one to say it. Is that I confirmed get yet? Is that get confirmed? I mean, uh, he said he said the contract's it, officially tweeted. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Wait, but they don't they don't oh, know about please. the fourth yet, right? Because the rumor was that uh it's not gonna be Jimbo, it's gonna be fellow shifting down to a flex role and um and keeping John and Tim. So De it would be Tom Gravity for Desi and then a role switch. I'm hearing that Jimbo still might go there. It's just you know, he's French, oh, really? Canadian, like he might not be able to make it over there in time. Uh, like, Jimbo, yeah, is, Jimbo, needs, Jimbo needs to be in the league, man. That kid is different. Jimbo would help you, you did say that, league. but they're they're D tier. They're the worst team in the league. It is simple yeah. as that. Is I don't even want to waste my time talking yeah. about them. Seattle Surge. Um, I don't know what you guys think. I personally top think of the they beer. Top are of the in the B tier. 
mm-hmm. on top and they're yeah they're they're ahead of LAG. I think they are like the first team in the B tier. Uh, and my reasoning for it is is it's just tough because I don't know if they kind of just went through a slump or if they're one of those teams that they start out hot in the beginning of the of the titles each year and they slowly regress. You know, like they were so ahead of the curve. I, I don't want to say that that's the type of team they are right now. I think this major is going to show us everything, um, especially because they have loads of talent on that team. I really love the Sib and Pred duo. But at the same time, I feel like they're so reliant on them to perform. Even when you look at their series, um, and I know Lamar clutched up in those two series that they won. But if if Sib and Pred weren't doing as well as they they were, they probably don't even get to those game fives. So I I don't know. I'm just I'm like on the fence. They could easily be an A tier slash S tier team without a doubt. I think this four, but they could also be like a C tier. What you said right there. You think I'm off the pack? Yeah. I, I don't you don't think they could be an A tier team no matter what? No, like, I, don't, I don't see a world they could ever be an S tier team. Ever. What if they I win? They, what if they win? No, nah, I, don't, I don't see them winning. I don't think they're going to be that good. Um, and, and to your point, I don't know. I think it's kind of a discredit to LAG being the third best team in hardpoint in this game currently. You're not Seattle, putting LAG over Seattle pack. I, I had to cut I you off. You not. I, I, I think Seattle currently is a middle of the pack B tier team. I think we're giving them way too much credit. They they're 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 literally so lucky Lamar clutched up two round elevens for them. Cause right now they would be a one and four team. Like we would literally be looking at them one and four, not impressed at all. They would have gone from second to kickoff to one and four of the league if Lamar didn't bless them. Because by the way, it's not like they won game five round 11s. Lamar turned situations they should have lost into situations they won. Two situations. So things that shouldn't have happened. And and to me, LAG is the third best hardpoint team in the game. They look solid. They have room to improve, but statistically they don't rely on anybody. I don't I wouldn't say. I think they're all playing well. Gunless and Asim are playing well, but they don't rely on those performances to get wins. Whereas for Seattle, if Sib and Pred don't go even at least positive, they don't have a chance in series. And I think that's what you saw over the last week where Sib and Pred are dropping like point sevens, like legit point sevens. And they're supposed to be like the superpowers for the the superstars for their team. I, to me, I just I, I think it was a one off at the kickoff, and then we kind of throughout this stage one, we saw their their real potential. And and to me, it's middle of the pack B tier team. I gotta stop you right there, Pat. Look, I stood <laughs> by Seattle before they even beat anyone at the kickoff, and I'm still standing by Seattle. Look, Dante to me, Sib. I expect him to finish this year with the highest KD in the league. It might be tough with people like Gizmo and Celium, especially in these online matches. But Dante, to me, I saw him in Challengers and MW. I'm like, this kid's different. I'm watching him in... in I DM'd him before he played FaZe. I was like, hey, man, big-time players show up in big-time moments. And he just DM'd me back. He said, exactly. Then he, when he beat FaZe, he just hit me with a period. And it's like, yeah, this is what I expect out of you, Dante. Him dropping these point sevens, that is not, to me, like, if Sib drops a point seven, I'm, I don't even care. I think he is just too talented like of a player. Them, though. Yeah, but I also think that he was tweeting something about his aim assist having issues, and maybe I was like gonna say I was gonna him, say you know, that like, that is a thing, bro. I, I'm on these, his I'm on his side, man. Like I think this kid is better than everybody in the league. I think he has more talent than anybody in the league. And if you have that player on your team and he's your flex player, if your flex player is one of the most talented players with the Celiums, with the Camis, with the Gizmos, right? Based off these online matches, then your team could go far. You got Lamar, who is the 
guy who's saving your team in the series, if he's going to be icing up, which he's always been doing, you got the most talented, if not one of the best flexes in the game, and you got Mac and Pred, I think they easily could be an S-tier team. Um, I think you got to put them in the A-tier right now, even with their their series record <laughs> no online. Shot. I just... I just, I, to me, this online stuff is always going to be fugaze. I don't care. Like, we'll see if these online matches and these seedings make these teams place the exact same in these tournaments based on how they're seeded. I'll eat my words. But for me, I think Seattle's at minimum in A tier, and I definitely put them in front of Thieves and, and London and in Optic. I'd put them right behind Ultra. Yeah, I'd put I'm them not, behind Ultra. I'm not Jeez. doing that. I'm putting them at the top of the B with like maybe being behind Gorillas. Maybe. And the only reason is, like I said, like I still put some weight into land, although they do, although they did like clutch up on a lot of series, they still did enough to get to the to those game fives. They still like played well throughout the series. They might have barely edged it out, but like they still had good maps during the series. It wasn't like it just it, was, it all came down to one play. But at the same time, they still played well throughout the majority of the, the series. Right. So, like, I don't know. I don't think you can take that much credit away from them. But I do see what you're saying, Pat. And I do think. Depending on how they do with this major, you're going to see them regress or, you know, elevate. Um, it just really depends on how they do with this major. But I think B is fine. And you can argue um, either way, whether you put them ahead or behind uh, Gorillas, in my opinion. It, it is crazy, too. Sorry, just what, what Doug said. And I know this is going to, I mean, I didn't say it, but like, I know it is or it looks like an excuse. But I saw Sib tweet about that, the auto-aim thing. Like, he hasn't felt comfortable, like, the last two weeks, even in scrims. And some other players even said that, like, I saw, I think, Gunless said, a couple other people. It doesn't matter. But, like, Pat, you got to think, going, bro, in their first three qualifier matches, right, against solid teams, he had a 1.32. And in the last two series, so that's not, like, just, like, a one-off series. You know what I mean? That's three series, and the average 1.32 and then the last two, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.6 differential. You're telling me that, like, listen, I, I'll like, tell you for sure. Like may, maybe, his, maybe his controller dead ass was fried. Listen, that, there's not a 0. 0.7. Because he's an MVP crazy. level player. I'll be honest. Like, he has the potential well, to be an MVP. Let me rephrase. I don't think he's a 0. 0.7 player, but I also don't think he's a 1.4 yeah, no, every that's... single series player either. And to that point, they were barely edging out wins when he was a 1.4 series player. If he's dropping 1.4s, which he did in the two series, they won game five round 11, and it relied on Lamar clutching up in a 1v2 scenario in those game five round 11s, then they rely way too heavily on him to consistently play at that level to win series. And I don't think he's a 0.7. Those could definitely be on one-offs, but I don't see him being outside of like a 1.0 to like a 1.15, give or take who, who he's playing. Um, and then to the aim assist thing, like, yeah, that's a big jump from 1.4 to 0.7 or whatever. But let, let's be logical. That aim assist bug has been a thing since December 20th, according to Sledgehammer. And it's not a, it, it's not like Dante's account is the account that's losing aim assist. It's hey, a player to player engagement be. collision issue. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, and, and that, and that kind of adds to it, right? Because then you start questioning his mental, right? You saw Tommy tweet, like, it's all mental. Like, it might not have been the case for the scenario, but he is a rookie player, and if things like that are going to get to him to that extent where, like, he may be losing aim assist in some gunfights and starting to doubt, like, what the fuck's going on, that's another factor to consider. I just think as far as his surge team goes, they rely way too heavily on him carrying the weight through these series, and if he doesn't, I can't see them winning any series against the Ultra Optic Thieves or London. I think you put them under Gorillas. 
Under? Under the gorillas, yeah. Damn. So just, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, if you wildly inconsistent lately, like, if that, if that's what you and, and Pat have, because I don't think, like, I don't agree with Doug. I don't know if they should be a tier where he had them. But I, I just I, think they've been too wildly inconsistent, like Pat said, and like they barely scratched out some wins and. When Dante like, was in the no, 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 yeah, you're right. You're, yeah, you're right. Exactly. It's like, I think Gorillas has been more consistent, although they haven't been like anything crazy. Gorillas has still just been consistently getting better this entire and time. And they're winning all their hard points, right? Like, yeah, if you look and, at a team, you're like, damn, they're they're winning majority of their hard points. They're just losing series and SDs and controls. And they that's an easy improvement. But. But yeah, I don't think the Seattle has an easy improvement. Like it's like Dante, please drop a one point five. Like that's the improvement. I, I mean, look, last thing I will say though, LAG does have that in the hard point. But even if you count the kickoff classic, Seattle Surge is one of the best S D teams in the game. And that and there's also that's two S D's in every them, series. But yeah. so it's like they're both really good at one mode. Um, I just think Seattle Surge as a whole is more well rounded, but you know, I'll let it slide. My, my, my last argument is just like when you look at statistical performances, LAG have all been playing pretty well to be where they're at. Like stat wise, they've all been pretty consistent in their performances. But Seattle was Dante massively overperforming, barely winning to Dante massively underperforming and getting smoked. I think that's kind of where you look at those teams and you say, well, I think LAG has the upper hand because they're losing their series by a closer margin when they're still playing okay. Whereas Seattle, if they rely so heavily on someone dominating to even be close. Well okay. said, well said. All right. If that's what y'all think. Minnesota mm -hmm. Rocker. Pew! I get the end of the B tier is fine. Yeah. A lot of people said that. I still uh, like, like this team a lot. I do too, I but they're just, they, but it's just like they're not that impressive. Their S and D keeps them relevant, but like, I think people are kind of just catching on to like the way this team likes to play. And like, besides S and D, it's like, I think they have to be C tier, bro. C? I think no, I no, 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 sir. Well, that is disrespectful. Well, wait, let me, wait, let me, wait, let me explain my reason. I think they hey, are the, yo. I think they are the top. Or the front of the line in the C tier, but there's a big gap between Boston and, and Rocker. Yeah, I mean, I mean, shit. I would probably even maybe gap. put. I would probably make like a a B minus tier and only have Minnesota in it. But bro, I, they're yeah, I can they, get down with that because then we'd be throwing New York and Paris in the F tier. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I just from their series, Minnesota. We all noticed they've always been like heavily reliant on their S and D. Okay, the only mode. That they're good at right now. They're one of the worst control teams. Their hard point is mid. And the 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 biggest thing for me is I think this is a team, uh, once again, that has a, a high higher floor, but they their ceiling is is just like so much lower than LAG, Seattle, definitely all the teams in the A tier, because they don't have like a convincing win. Bro, I gotta stop. Hey, they, you. they have two wins. They have two wins, and it's both game it five S and D, bro. It, it good teams. I would say LAG and Seattle Surge are good teams. Good teams in series 3-0-3-1. Like sometimes it comes down to a three-two, but bro, you can't win every series game five. It just can't happen. 
85 round 11 too. And, <laughs> round yeah, and once again, I know it was against an Optic Texas team who is very good, but they should have lost that match. What'd you say? Here, it should have been 3-1. They came here, back on that Berlin Harpoon. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, here's, sorry. Here's the so, thing. so it's like, bro, they, they're 1-4, and the only mode I think they're even competitive in is S&D. I just don't know how you have them they're not the same four, they're two and three. No, I'm saying they should be. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing, though. We go back and like look at Ultra, right? Ultra has the same record, and they both have arguably had just as difficult schedules. If you look at Minnesota's schedule, Ultra's competitive in those series. Yeah, so is Rocker. They got they went last map on a lot of them. Like bro, I'm not saying regard, I mean, regardless I'm if they got stomped. If, I know. I'm talking what ifs. I know, but they should have lost three one to Optic. Uh, they lost 3-1 to London, 3-0 to ATL, and then and they lost to Seattle 3-2, bro, which we they, just talked about Seattle. But they didn't. I know, but bro, they it's, don't have a convincing I don't win. Think, I don't think you put them in C, Listen, bro. Hold on, Ian, the only I think, reason... I I, they're at the very back of B. Literally yeah, the very yeah. back. I agree with that, but the, at the, back the only of reason I'm going to say this is, Ian, I think you have a, a fair argument. The problem is if we're going to say they barely should have beat or barely they should have lost to Optic... Well, to be fair, they should have beat Seattle, right? Like if, if okay. Lamar didn't right, that's up, fair. they should that's have fair. beat Seattle. So so I think that's kind of where we look at it, where if we're going to say one thing, we got to give them the credit on the other end. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I, depending on how this tournament goes, I think you could easily make a case they're at the top of C. But for right now, I think it, we, back of B is, is justified, given that they have had a tough schedule and some of the series were close. So at the end of the day, they beat they did beat Gorillas. Granted, it was close. Gorillas is the top of B, okay? They beat Optic. They went... Wait, did they... Who else did they beat? Let me look. They, they lost map five to Seattle. Yeah, they lost map five to Seattle, which they should have won. So, like, once Rio's again, like... Phase. Yeah, they got... It's phase, bro. Like, yeah, it's a little... You, sometimes losing to phase, I don't even, like, count it sometimes in these... In <laughs> some of these, like, uh, these tiers because it's just, like, it's, it's fucking expected. But, like, I, I don't think... There's that much of a gap between Rocker and Seattle, but there is a huge gap between Breach and Rocker and Florida. You are you are fucking Dude, hated, look, I, brother. I, I might I might Yo, be biased. What? I might be biased because you know oh, SD was never my strong suit, but I all. just can't. I, well, first off, in jetpacks it was. <laughs> oh, go ahead and run the run the stat check in uh, jetpack. I said he's always different. Okay. But anyways. I just can't get behind a team that is so reliant on SND only. I can I hate that way. Bro, it's so hard to, but like last year I was the same. It's like, God, they're so good at SD, they suck at everything else. And like you still saw them placing consistently. Like they're a really unique team because although like SD is SD, and I feel like it's a really like fluky game mode sometimes, they find a way to make it work and be really consistent because it's been carrying the hell out of them for the last like year now of like competition where they've still looked good and competitive while literally only being consistent in that game mode and the trend continues and all their all their series look damn scrappy but it's been working out for them and i don't think they they've never dipped into like if we're looking at the standings right you have one two three four five okay like they've never dipped under like a top six top eight in like the last year like and you're gonna put them in you're gonna put them in the bottom four to five like they're the eighth best team in the league. That's hold on. we, we agreed that we got to go off Vanguard and what we've seen from kickoff classic to now. 
Okay, I'm still not. I'm still not. Regardless, I'm still not putting them that low, bro. That's where they are right now. I agree. I agree. You don't put. Hey, look at Doug being the voice series. Yo, Doug, I thought you fell asleep on the mic. No, I'm just I'm just listening and just trying to give input when I should. I think Doug. I think to be honest, right here, this list that we have, obviously, we all know where this last one is going to go. I think if one of the ranked teams one through twelve, this is exactly how they should be ranked right now. Yeah, I think we did it pretty well. I think this is a good list, man. I mean, I'm going to disagree with one thing. Just the Seattle, the Seattle spot and the London spot to me, like that's the one I'll disagree on. But other than that, like I'm I'm okay with this list. I'll I'll. I'll be okay with this list. This is good. Who did? <sighs> and then obviously and, we didn't really talk much on it, but phase, there's not much to say. Best team in the game, five and zero start. Half their series are, are blowouts. They're just dominant. Um, I think they're going to be one simple. Of the teams, playing that good in the beginning. Yeah, this is just going to be one of the teams that's favored all year. Um, kind of how it's been the past few years. And with honestly, without a game development kind of switch from the design side on how games are played this is a team that's probably going to be a top two team in every game until there is a, a swap so yeah um shout out to, uh, to big optic hex for for sending rc's to the atlanta phase for free <laughs> and making a absolute god squad so yeah and as far as uh predictions i don't if at any point in the show, I will never predict that FaZe is going to win the tournament because at this moment in time, it's kind of expected. So I'm always going to predict someone else, and I think a lot of us are kind of in the same boat. That's why we were, you know, last, I think last week, we all predicted uh, Thieves to win because, you know, it's, it's going to get boring being like, FaZe is going to win, FaZe is going to win, FaZe is going to win. So Imagine being so good, Chris, where that's like what people are saying about them. Think about hey, it that. happens. It yeah. happens. There's esports where that's happened. Oh, y'all, y'all playing BO2, right? And Ghost? Or was I the only one playing those years? Because oh, okay, you was playing too, if you know. You were saying. playing uh, Lift Drivers, Uber Wait, Drivers. Wait, I was he was yeah, playing against I, me. Yeah, I know, Chris. How oh, are you going to talk to you? That's disrespectful. Well, oh no, Black Ops 2. Chris won the chip. Maybe you was nowhere to be found. Yeah, Four? Because we didn't we didn't, we didn't we didn't form our team until after, but but yeah. Um but yeah, no, nah, I think this this tier list is good. I think uh interested to see how everyone kind of perceives it and, and what the comments are about it yo what if what if we predicted like what if the placings literally and like this? i don't know what you're gonna say it's impossible though because of matchups oh it, oh yeah you're right damn I, everyone we're, should we're, start we're gonna come back to this tier list at the beginning of the year because this is preseason. like obviously the season did start in terms of like the qualifiers and stuff like that but this is right before the first major so we're going to come back to this tier list at the end of the year once all these teams have made roster changes have settled in and seen their you know their positions and we're going to see how how this developed but it's going to be an interesting one for sure one of these teams need Doug too i'm going to put that out there Look, Just man, if, I, if, I, if I'm not doing much in challengers, I can't expect to be doing much in the league, man. You know? Hey, Capsule wasn't no, doing much in challengers either. NYSL still got your number, though. That's all that matters. Yeah, because they they're, they're they looking. Do. They're looking at a likely twelfth after this event. They play the loser <laughs> of Ultra Thieves, <laughs> and then yeah. So so you never know though. They might be calling your number. I don't know, man. There's a lot of other sub players and challengers too. So yeah, but I'm, uh, d- I'm done hyping Doug up, bro. I'm done hyping Doug up. What do you want me to do, Ian? You want me to just... I mean, dude, if I'm winning these I'm tournaments... Kidding. I'm kidding. I know I'm you can't say what right, you want. Where's my contract at? Where's it at? But like, it's, coming. It's, coming, it's coming, Doug. It's coming. In due time, man. Just got to keep working. Go ahead, Pep. But yeah, listen, guys. That is going to do it for us. This is our tier list uh, up until the end of February. We'll obviously keep, a, keep an eye out for how this kind of evolves as the year goes on. But I think this is our fourth episode of Reverse Sweep. Uh... 
catch us next Sunday after Major One. Uh, well, I guess it'll be Monday. Um, but yeah, uh, again, like, comment, subscribe, and get your questions down in the, the comments. We, 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 you know, this is something that's important to us. We want to get three, four questions every episode. Uh, we'll pick the best ones. And yeah, that's it for us, and we'll see you next week.